Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I am joined by special guest, Kareen Hennage. Did I say that right? Hi. Yes. Awesome. Yep, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. And this is our third Masters Olympian um, that we are talking to today. So you're awesome. third on our podcast and I appreciate you coming on. Can you share with the listeners what you placed at Masters Olympia? Of course. Yeah. I placed fourth at Masters Olympia. So yeah. And so you're my first one that's done both the open and the masters. So uh definitely want to hear all about your experiences and how this two um both were. But first, can you tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your family, and what you do? Sure. Yeah. So I'm I live in Utah. I'm I'm from Sandy, Utah, but I live now in Harriman, Utah. Um, it's a suburb. So I'm about 20 minutes from Salt Lake City. Um I I'm married. I've been married almost seven years to my current husband and we have five kids together. So I have two adult kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got three younger kids. So I have three stepchildren that are, um, so his kids are 10, 12 and 14 and mine are t- almost 20 and 23. So, oh, wow. We have, yeah, we've got quite a spread um, and a dog named Franklin that I love. So <laughs> what kind of dog is it? A golden doodle and we just got him in February or sorry in April and he's like highlight of my life right now so he's my baby since I don't that's awesome baby, so. <laughs> I think my dog just heard that because he just came in here you can probably hear him <laughs> shaking his, his ears yeah um, I'm sure you'll hear mine quite a bit on this call but yeah awesome so your kids are they in college right now no my daughter um she's living with friends and she she moved out right at about 18 years old. So she's been out for a couple of years and um, she's just working and doing well. And she comes home to visit every couple, a few days, every week, just to say hi and hang out. But, um, and then my son's also living with friends and just doing his own thing. So, yeah. Awesome. So yeah. you did a photo shoot with your daughter. I saw the yeah. pictures that you sent. So tell us the story about that and what she thinks about everything and basically both your kids and all that. Yeah. Um, so my daughter, she's grown up watching me compete. So I started competing when she was um, probably five. And um, it's been part of her life. She's posed with me. She's critiqued my posing. <laughs> she's <laughs> shown me how to do everything. Um, her, the first show she went to, I think she was 12. I kind of kept them out of the shows because they're long and boring. And I just, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know. It was just something that I wanted them to want to go to. And my son's first show, I think he was 16. He, would, okay. he wasn't really interested in going, but they've always <laughs> been a supportive and, you know, happy, you know, excited that I was a bodybuilder and, you know, they talked about it with their friends and stuff. But um, for her, she's always been like really proud of me and just, I don't know, something that she loved being a part of. So we've been really close most of their, her life, you know, she went through her years as a teenager where it was hard and difficult and mm-hmm. we've had our strains. Um, but you know, we're best friends. And, um, so when I was going to a show for my girls in, in Nevada state, I had a lot of girls competing. I think I had 12 girls doing that show. Oh, wow. Of my clients. Yeah. So I was like, why don't you come with me? And, um, my girls and I were planning on doing a photo shoot together as coach and clients. And just, mm-hmm. we had this great house that we were, we were all shooting in 
And I was like, we'll do a photo shoot together. And it was just fun to be able to do something like that, you know, with mom and daughter, because she's done a couple shoots with me before, but she was younger. And um, it was just really fun, just cute to kind of have that moment together. Nice. So do you yeah. guys ever lift together or anything like that? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried so hard. I mean, she's gone to the gym with me a couple of times and she has fun when we go, but it's mostly like taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> for um, but no, she, she talks about it every now and then. Like I would like to compete someday, but she's, you know, she's doing her own thing and it's just not her thing. That's okay. Neither yeah. one of my kids got into it. <laughs> so how long have you been a prep coach? Um, gosh, I, gosh, when did I start? I think it was in 2019 when I started officially. Okay. I mean, I, I honestly never wanted to do it. <laughs> I'd been asked several times. I always did. I always did um, posing coaching and okay. um, people would ask me like, Hey, will you ever coach me for a show? And I was like, nah, no, <laughs> I, I had no desire, but um, you know, I just, I, Casey, it was when I was with team boss bodies, Casey had asked me to start coaching and I was like, well, maybe I'll try like a couple on the side. Cause I'd worked a full-time job and I was busy and I liked my job. I was doing property management. And then I went to, um, a facilities manager. So I liked my job a lot and I started doing it on the side and then COVID hit and um, ah, okay. I was still working. I was the only one in my building basically doing the facilities <laughs> and um, I just had a lot of extra time on my hands. So I started taking on more clients and it became really everything I could do. So I was doing um, so much work that it kind of became either I do this or that. So yeah, yeah. I chose coaching. I fell in love with it. I just... I, you meet so many incredible women and, you know, being around like-minded people all the time where you don't really get to experience that every day um, in your day-to-day -day life. It just yeah. became, I don't know, something that I just fell in love with all over again. Kind of like when you start competing, you fall in love with the sport and it, uh, I just love it. So it yeah. kind of just became my full-time gig and that's what mm -hmm. I do now. So that's my life. So that's you talked about yeah. And you talked about your um, kind of like how you got addicted to competing or, you know, got the bug. Um, yeah. How did your com competition journey start? Um, so I've talked about this before on podcasts, but I um, I actually had an eating disorder. Um, it was pretty severe and it it was I was scared. Honestly, I didn't. When you have one, you're like, I, I you don't know where to go. You don't know how to get out of it. And for me, I was at that point where it's like, I, I didn't know where to turn and I didn't know who to turn to or how to even get help for it because, um, it's a control thing and you're, you know, you feel in control, even though you're really out of control. Um, uh, but it's a control yeah. thing for you. And I, um, I just decided, well, I have to do something because I'm, I'm not in a good place. And so I found, um, an athlete, well, she's a figure pro at a gym I was training at and, um, I just said, you know, I want to learn how to look like you basically, if I'm going to do this, I want to mm -hmm. look good doing it. So it's either I just start eating and I just get skinny fat. I don't know. I didn't know what my options were. And so she, um, she kind of took me under her wing and I started training with her at the gym and she's like, why don't you compete? And I'd heard people say you should compete. I've always had like, I guess muscle, but it was skinny muscle. You know, uh -huh. I was probably at five, four, I was like a hundred pounds to 103 pounds when I was at my smallest. Wow. And, um, I still had shape in my arms, but I was just skinny. Yeah. Um, and so I really just wanted to build muscle. And so she's like, you could do bikini. It just came out. It was like the first year of bikini. 
And I decided, no, I want to do figure. I want to actually like build muscle and put on the size and, you know, I want to get healthy. So um, we started prepping for figure and I just learned how to eat and I learned how to work out and build muscle properly. And um, it kind of just consumed me. It became my new addiction, just learning how to do that healthy and eat and fuel and (laughs) keep training. So I kept working at that for a few years. Um, And I think I had gotten up to like 125 at some point at one point and started feeling very uncomfortable in my skin, as you Mm -hmm. can imagine, Um, and realized I couldn't stick with it. It was just figure was too out of my league. (laughs) Yes, got a lot of muscle, Um, especially now compared to back then. Yeah, I think back then it was kind of like bikini now. Exactly. (laughs) But um, a little wider, you know, wider up top. But um, Mm. yeah, I just, I think it was just my, it was honestly something that saved my life. So, and I'm grateful for every single day. I know a lot of people, you know, they can blame the industry for disorders. And I I agree, it does happen. You get disordered eating from it. But for me, it was the quiet, it was the opposite. I, I learned how to like appreciate food. You know, people would say all the time, aren't you starving? Um, why can't you eat this? And I remember thinking like starving. <laughs> no, I have been starving. I know what that feels like. And this yeah. is the opposite of that. So um, yeah. I'm just grateful for it. That's awesome. So yeah. when did you make the switch to bikini? What year was that? Did you say? Um, it was in 2011 or 12. I think it, it might've been the end of 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, I had taken some time off about a year between the two to kind of you know, wallow in my sorrows of not being competitive enough for a figure. (laughs) Okay. So how many, you know, how many years did you compete before you turned pro in bikini? Um, so I turned pro in bikini in 2015. So I did from 2011 to 2015 and, um, I started hitting the, I didn't really go straight to nationals. I took a lot of time to just kind of day and, you know, local, local. And I went to, I competed in Vegas a lot even mm-hmm. in um, California still, I started in California. It's where I lived before and I moved back to Utah. Gotcha. Um, so I was competing in Utah, Vegas, kind of all over. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think I was confident enough in myself to hit the national circuit until like 2014. And then I just hit all of them and I did horribly <laughs> for uh-huh. a very long time. Um, so it took me a while to go pro. Um, I, you know, I did every national show I could for 2014 and um, finally turned pro in 2015. Oh, okay. So, so what show was it that you turned pro at? Um, junior nationals. So nice. Yeah, it's, I did, I got second place at um, North Americans the year before in open and big and um, masters. And then I got last, oh. like last call up, last call up, <laughs> you know, as, as much as I could, as many shows as I did, I got last call up almost every single one, except for that one. And then junior nationals is when I finally turned pro. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you were already a masters. Were you just mm-hmm barely 35 at that point or um I turned um 35 the August before so this was in June the next year so I had almost a year gotcha yeah Yeah. because you had mentioned at North Americans you did the masters Mm -hmm. so yeah so when did you do your pro debut the very next um it was an actually it was August 8th of that year so just like six weeks later eight weeks later or something nice and what was that one it was, oh gosh, what was it called? It was in, it was a muscle contest show. I can't remember the exact name of the show. I should know this, but I don't remember. <laughs> um, but it was August 8th. I remember the day. Yeah. Do you remember how you did for your first one? I think I got 11th place. So okay. just outside the top 10. Yeah. 
And then when you got Olympia qualified, what year was that? It was in 2018. Okay. Yeah, so, that was a rough year. <laughs> was that the points year? Yes. Okay. Did you, yeah. how many points did you have to get to make it there? Um. So I think I was at 17 at the end, but it was just, and that year was like, I, it was the points were just going up and down all year. And I'm pretty sure every one of us were just like stalking that <laughs> like a scoreboard all every week, just watching who was competing, where they were, how many points they had. I mean, I yeah. had a spreadsheet that my husband and I created so just like, it was terrible. It oh was the worst year ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so stressful. But did yeah. you ever win a pro show then? Mm -hmm. So did, during so that time, did you? Yep. I won um, Patriots and it was July of mm -hmm. that year. Um, okay. Still wasn't, you know, you, you didn't win and go. Yeah. Cause that would have been a, yeah. a qualification right yeah. there. Darn. But no, <laughs> it's still, it got me enough points to kind of keep me there. And then I did one more to try and seal the deal just for like security reasons, which I did Tampa wow. pro after that. And they, um, I didn't earn points that show, but the, the ones I needed not to didn't either. So good. <laughs> yeah. it locked yeah. me in and it was like, okay, I made it. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think I did 12 shows that year to qualify. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was, was hard on the athletes. I was glad yeah. they changed it back. Oh my gosh. Me too. For everyone's well-being. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So comparing, uh, Romania masters Olympia versus, you know, at that time, I'm assuming it was in Vegas because you know, it's only been in Orlando a couple, well, one time and now it's going to be again. Yeah. Um, so what was that, what was that experience like? How did they differ and what did it feel like to be at both on both those prestigious stages? Gosh, it was, it gives me chills to even think about it. So obviously like Olympia, that was a huge deal. I mean, that was like, yeah. I, I could have only dreamed of that ever happening to me. And when it did, it was like, I remember saying, my husband used to make fun of me because I'd be like, I I don't know if it's real because you tell people, I'm like, stop saying that. Stop telling people because what if it's not real? What if they message me and be like, just kidding, you didn't actually make it. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you know, I was so scared that it just wasn't ever going to really happen. And so until I actually like got the, you know, the official documents and like was there, I didn't want to believe it was actually happening. And so being there was just so surreal. Like you're, you're there, you have your name on these things and you're, you know, you're at your own little athlete table for yeah. everything about it was just crazy. And I just remember thinking like, this is crazy. I'm here. And it kind of goes by like this blur and then you're on stage. And that's when I, it like really hit me. It was when I was about to walk on stage and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm here. Tears are coming down. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Don't cry. Don't cry. Ah. <laughs> you know, but it was just like this getting goosebumps. Crazy moment. Yeah, I know. I have them too. Just every time I think about <laughs> it, I get goosebumps, but I mean, it was beautiful. It was amazing. And, you know, just such a great opportunity. I'll never, ever forget it. But then, you know, the fact that I had to do so many shows, I felt in a way I, I didn't have time to prepare. I mean, I was so depleted by the time I got there that mm -hmm. it wasn't my best physique for sure. And I, I knew that I knew I was just like wasted away by that point. <laughs> I had nothing it's left hard. in me. After 12 shows, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. 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 But I had fun and I had a great experience and it was just amazing to be there with so many great athletes. And then, you know, going so this year, um, obviously, like we found out the end of of April. And mm -hmm. so, and I hadn't done any shows yet for the year. I was kind of waiting to see yeah. what happened and I got to take my time getting ready. So, That's you know, it's kind of like, was it a, 
a negative thing that I didn't do any shows because I wasn't really out there this year. I didn't really have like my name out there. I wasn't really active, but I did Tampa before just to kind of get my feet wet and get back mm -hmm. on stage and play second in the masters, um, nice. which was great. Yeah, yeah. I was happy with that. And then, um, you know, I did, I did Romania, but, or Olympia, but, um, yeah, I think it gave me more time to actually prepare and like bring my best physique. So I was really grateful yeah. for that. And so I think that's the main difference. I got to actually like feel good going into the show and feel like, okay, I'm bringing something competitive and I'm happy with what I brought. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So what was your application process? Like, I know with a couple of the um, athletes that I talked to, they kind of did different things. Like one person did a video and, you know, um, so what did, what was that like? And then kind of waiting to see if your name got up there. Was there any story behind that? Yeah. Um, so I did a video also, I did a, I did obviously like a, um, like a biography, like a letter of rec recommendation type thing, but, and I also mm -hmm. did a video, um, just basically, I think I tried to, my son actually put it together for me. So he does a lot oh, nice. of video work and he's done worked with videography his whole life basically. And, um, we just did a video of, I tried to incorporate like what I wanted to envision on the stage. So I had him do my silhouette walking onto like the backdrop of Olympia 2023 masters Olympia. So oh, that's cool. how it ended. And I was like, this is what I want. I'm just trying to put it out there. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was pretty fun and creative and um, yeah, just trying to, you know, I don't know, make something fun and different. Um, so again, the application process was a video and um, a letter just explaining how grateful I was for, this to finally be here. Cause honestly, it's something that as a master athlete, I've dreamt about forever and we've talked about it. I've heard about it possibly becoming a reality. And I just only hoped it would happen before I retired. So <laughs> like, I can't, I can't retire until this happens, but now I'm like, okay, I can't retire until, you know, <laughs> it's always going to be something, but, um, I'm just really grateful it happened. Um, and then I forgot what your next question was. I'm sorry. Um, I think that was kind of it. Okay. <laughs> where were you? Where were you when you saw the list oh. or, you know, like when oh they gosh. made the announcement? Yeah. So that was actually kind of a funny thing for me. Cause I remember I was watching it live and Tarek had, I think he had put up the wellness list at the same yeah. time he was announcing bikini. Yeah, and I was like, just looking too. through and I'm like, oh, I'm not on there. And I was like, oh my That's gosh. That's exactly what Janine said. <laughs> yeah. I was so sad. And then he flipped it up and I'm like, you jerk. <laughs> That's so mean. So I was really excited, but I was home alone. And I just remember like my husband was watching it from work and he called me like right away as soon as he saw it too. And so and it was just exciting. Like we'd both been waiting for, I felt like it had been so long since we had been waiting for those results. And since I'd sent my video in, so it was such a long process, but. I was yeah. so excited, just honored. Yeah. So what um, what does your husband think of all of this? Because <laughs> you had already been competing for how many years before you got married? Um, gosh, I, let's see, since 2008, we got married in 2016, so eight years. Okay. Yeah. So it was already part of your life, already yeah. part of like your kids already knew yeah. about how that worked with mom competing. So was yeah. that a bit of an adjustment? Suddenly, yeah. you know, blending a family and- more than doubling and they're quite a bit younger. How did all that yeah. work? Um, it was, it was pretty interesting. So he, I mean, we went to junior high and high school together. So we have like okay. this interesting story. Like we, we found, we re met on Instagram, which was, he didn't know who I was. I looked different. I had a different last name because I was remarried. I was married before and he thought I was just some cute girl that 
he was stalking that was into fitness. <laughs> <laughs> I recognized him, reached out to him when I was, I was separated at the time, but I was like, Hey, I think we went to high school together. And anyway, we started talking, but, um, he was already into fitness, not the way I am, but he followed a lot of athletes and just knew a lot about the sport, but his very okay. first show that he ever went to was a pro show with me in, um, Orlando. So we traveled together and that's the first thing he'd ever experienced. And he, oh, wow. I'm sure was like, whoa, I'm in way over my head with this girl. <laughs> like all the things you have to do, the tanning, all this stuff. It was just like a lot. Um, yeah. But he really supported me and um, just like he would make my meals for me and prep my food for me. And nice. I just had never experienced anything like that before. So I was like, oh, this guy is a gem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to keep him. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he's always been really supportive. He's done a couple shows just to kind of experience like what I go through and yeah, just to see what it was like because you know he, I marry him with his kids and they live completely different lives than we've had. Yeah, so my kids they kind of grew up eating a different way, mm -hmm. lifestyles a little differently, and then we get thrown into this house with these other people and it's like okay, we have junk food everywhere and <laughs> they eat fast food a lot more than we did and my kids are like, whoa, there's chips, there's cookies, there's <laughs> let's eat it all. Um, it's just a little different, but we've uh -huh. been able to navigate through it pretty well. And I'm not triggered by food, so it doesn't bother me when there's stuff here, but it was fun to see him go through it and, you know, have the food around. And he's like, this sucks. I don't yeah. know how you do this. <laughs> um, how did he do yeah. his show? Um, he got last. I mean, he, okay. he's, he's very, he's funny when he talks about it, but he, um, he wanted the experience and he got it. Yeah. So yeah. he's six, five and he's, he's a big guy, but he got oh, really yeah. lean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he was a little too lean for his height. Yeah. Um, but he had a great time and he, it was fun to be able to do it together. So we did a pro-am show and we got to do it at the same time with each other. And it was fun. That's cool. Would you, yeah. did the kids just all come and just cheer you guys on or? No, they didn't. Um, we didn't, we weren't able to bring the kids. Um, we did one in Vegas. So it was just us traveling. I think it'd be it was chaotic probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even, I don't even like the kids going on it, like to travel. So if boring. I'm doing a show, it's, yeah, it's like, no, yeah. it's just not worth it. So mm -hmm. just less chaos, but we, yeah. you know, we show them videos and share them on, like we call them and FaceTime them so they can see. Sure. And they're like, dad, you look so skinny in this face. <laughs> you look so tan. It was fun to, Yeah. <laughs> It was fun to have those moments, but, um, I think he's done. I think he's good. <laughs> so did anyone go with you to Romania? Yeah, my husband did. So we actually awesome. went, um, we spent the whole first week before the show in Romania, obviously just kind of getting settled and letting mm -hmm. my body acclimate. And then, um, yeah. right after the show we traveled. So we stayed for a few weeks. Um, we went to, right. um, uh, where did we go? We went to um, Hungary. So we were in Hungary for a few days. Then we went over to Vienna for a few days. Then we were in um, Italy. So we were in uh, or Venice and Florence. So we Florence kind of just spent, awesome. oh my gosh, we had so much fun. That's yeah. awesome. So it, was, it was great. Had a great Very time. good. So did your kids, did his kids, I guess, because your kids are out of the house, did they just get um, like watched by a family member or something or? They were with their mom. So oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They had to stay with their mom. And Frankie, my dog, was with his mom. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have to find babysitters now for everybody. But yeah. 
Yeah. So how do you balance, um, you know, being an athlete, being a coach, do you ever find that that's difficult to do while you're in prep and then also just juggling everything else that you have going on, like with family schedules and, and all that and being present with your family? Yeah. That's probably the hardest part for me is just being present here, you know, cause sometimes work can take me all day. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I travel a lot. I do travel uh-huh. a lot. I like going to the shows. I like being there and being present at the shows, which is hard. Cause I'm, I miss a lot here. Um, but you know, it's, it's part of the job and my husband's really yeah. understanding. Um, but yeah, I think the hardest part for me this year is I, I don't usually let my shows get in the way of coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I don't tell my athletes I'm even competing until they see the pictures online. They're the like, same. Hey, you, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, They're I just, like, you yeah. ghost prep all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally the same way. But with Olympia, I was like, you know what? I want to actually like, this needs to be important for me. Cause this yeah. is a big deal. That's a milestone. And, yeah. And I really wanted mm-hmm. to do well. And so normally like yeah. I don't take time out of my data. Like even if I can't get to the gym, I can't cause I'm, my check-ins aren't done, but I actually yeah. scheduled time to go to the gym and I was, if I wasn't done with check-ins, I finished them later and I was working till midnight, a lot of nights. Oh, wow. And I kind of got in this habit of like, okay, well I can just, my work just is going to take me all day and that's fine, but it's not okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to get <laughs> back. Sleep in is the important habit. too. Like, <laughs> yes, it really is. But I'm trying to get back in the Our habit body. of setting those boundaries and, um, you know, if check-ins are late, they're late and I'll respond to them tomorrow because it's not my fault you checked in late you know that kind of thing whereas <laughs> before like if they were late I would just get to it before midnight and that meant I was working until midnight and I just it's yeah. become like a bad habit for me so I'm trying to break that habit yeah. um but I also stopped taking clients for the the year because I didn't want to have like my roster so high I couldn't do all the things I needed to do and so I kind of put everything on hold and just step, or kept my clients that I have currently Sure. Um, and now I'm taking clients again. So it was really good for me to take that step back and just focus on what I needed to and, mm-hmm. and not be so overwhelmed that I couldn't do all the things. Yeah. So. And you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but I was just wondering how many check-ins do you normally do like a day and what's kind of like your, your max, like when it comes to accepting athletes for your numbers? Yeah, that's a good question. So like daily, I, I try to give myself one day a week where I don't do any and it's just okay. like my overflow day. So Wednesday is like mm-hmm. my, I don't know, I don't know why I picked my Wednesday, but it's like the midweek and I feel like that's a nice day to like, I need to schedule appointments I can, but I also have that be my my overflow day where anyone that checked in late I can do or um, if I need to do plans or adjustments or anything, I can do it on Wednesday. Yeah. So that's the day that I don't schedule check-ins. Um and then weekends, I don't because I'm often traveling or at shows, but that's also mm-hmm. when I update plans too. So those are my three days that I just have scheduled for updates. Um, so I do check-ins Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and I will take like, I mean, I'll fill them up as much as I need to, to schedule, to, you know, move people around, but uh-huh. I try to keep Fridays lighter. So I think right now I, at the most I've had maybe like 25 per day check-in okay. wise, but um, it just varies depending on where people land. Um, yeah. But I've I don't I don't want my roster more than eighty five deep. Like I feel like that's a good number for me that keeps me like sane and able to balance all the things. Um, so mm-hmm. I've had it higher than that on another team, but here with Fit Body Fusion, I don't want like I know what I can handle now. I've I've been 
chaotic and crazy and felt like I'm going to lose my mind. So yeah, yeah I'm like, this yeah. is a good number for me. I can balance that. Yeah. So as far as like being an athlete and, um, you know, you had mentioned like sometimes you'll skip workouts, but you prioritize this, like when it comes to nutrition, are there any things that tricks that, or, you know, that you incorporate, you had mentioned your husband kind of helps out a little bit with things like <laughs> he that. He used We're to, just... not anymore. Oh, not I need anymore. to get him back okay. into that. <laughs> he was trying to woo you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, what happened to those days? <laughs> Um, I would say when it comes to, um, food for me, cause I'm obviously I'm home all day. I can cook a meal anytime I need to, but I don't yeah. like to, so okay. <laughs> it's still meal prepping. And I think like, cause I do macros now. It's a new thing for me as well. Like, um, I understand when people are like, I've never done macros. It seems scary. I'm like, yeah, I know I've been there. It does yeah. seem scary. It can be, but, um, just pre-planning meals and just making sure like, even if it's pre-logging your food the day before or pre-logging like a week and making a meal plan for a week and just sticking to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have clients who, you know, it's I'm advice. teaching macros from the beginning and mm-hmm. um, it's like, okay, well, let's work together and set up a meal plan for you in your my fitness pal, and then just stick to that. You can swap out carbs for carbs or whatever, but try and keep it really mm-hmm. simple yeah. until you get the hang of it. So I had to do that. I still have to do that sometimes because sometimes I get, scattered and it's like oh crap I forgot to even like pre-plan stuff so for me it's just sticking to what I know yeah and like that's the same meals so you were on a meal plan for a long time then if you just mm-hmm. how recently did you start macros um two not even two years ago yeah wow does it feel so right now that you're <laughs> transitioned over um, right sometimes I still get a little bit like overwhelmed just because you don't have to be so rigid and uh-huh. just with my history, it's like structure mm-hmm. is really good for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. but on the other hand, it's like, okay, it's, it's nice to have that flexibility, especially like when you're traveling or, you know, like if I'm out and about and it's like, oh dang, I didn't think I'd be gone this long, but mm-hmm. I'm, I need to eat so I can run to the store and grab something that I can fit. Sure. Um, you know, whether it's a protein bar or like a protein pack or something, anything. Um, so that has been really nice for me, which has been like different than I've ever experienced. So, yeah. and I do like knowing, cause you know, sometimes you get the alpines, you have no clue how many mm-hmm. calories you're getting or what the macro breakdown is. Yeah. And that's how it's been my, most of my competing career. So now actually knowing like, okay, I'm actually getting fed. Like I'm my, mm-hmm. my, um, carbs are the highest I think I've ever had in my life, which is crazy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I listened to one of your podcasts. Um, I've been following you for a long time and I just really appreciate, you know, you always being so open about your story and everything. Um, but I remember you had said something about how you didn't process carbs very well in the past. Mm-hmm. So, no, I didn't. What do you think I did? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I mean, I really, honestly, I felt like when I did have them, I would feel very lethargic and tired and I did feel that heaviness, but I think it's because I'd never really been given the right kind maybe, or maybe I just didn't have like the consistency with them. But, um, I do now know, like, uh, I'm gluten intolerant. I didn't know that before, but I've had testing done and now I know I can't have gluten. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that there are certain carbs that my body doesn't handle well, and it's probably because of gluten. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And even like with oats, I used to get really, um, like my stomach would hurt a lot with glo- glo- with oats, but now I have gluten-free oats and I do great, but I didn't even think to yeah. like try them. 
Yeah, um, I don't think a lot of people understand that it gets mm-hmm. cross-contaminated in the wheat fields um, mm-hmm. with the oats. It, yeah, yeah, if you don't get gluten-free, which they're hard to find gluten-free, yeah, in my opinion, in a store. That's not like – it's mostly all ones that aren't yes. gluten-free. Yeah, it is hard to yeah. find. Yeah, and just – I don't know. Like, I've found that, like um, – you know, I never had fruit because it was carbs. And like, I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you the last time I really just was like, oh yeah, I want fruit today. Cause it was never on my meal plans. It was never mm-hmm. something that I was like, oh yeah, you can have fruit. Mm-hmm. Cause it was bad. It was carbs. It was sugar. Yeah. But now I eat fruit a lot and my skin's been better. My, I mean, I feel better. My energy is better. My husband's like, yeah. I am so happy seeing you eat fruit. <laughs> like <laughs> me too. It feels really good. Um, so I think I've just been better about like giving myself permission to try, you know, just to try things that I thought I couldn't have. And um, I just feel better. I yeah. Feel it's good for all those different nutrients yeah. and antioxidants. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you mind sharing um, about like your thyroid and kind of mm-hmm. your story with that? Because I too have hypothyroidism and I know that that can tend to, have like the gluten issues sometimes and that can contribute. So can you share with our audience kind of that whole thing and what kind of challenges you faced with that, with competing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's crazy. Like I had no clue to even think like my thyroid could have been the issue, but I don't even remember what year it was. Gosh, it was 10 years ago, 11 years ago, but I remember my hair was like, a different texture. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but I remember like I would do my hair and it just felt different and it would, yeah. I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up and it was almost like wiry and kinky in the mornings. Like mm-hmm. it almost felt like someone had singed it in some, in ways. I can't even explain it, but I was yeah. like, what's happening to my hair? And it was mm-hmm. long then, not this long, but longer, um, maybe like past my shoulders. And every day when I brushed my hair, I was seeing just chunks and pieces and it was getting mm-hmm. shorter and shorter and shorter yeah from brushing it and I was like what's happening to me and I remember crying every day Aww. and by the time I finally like had mentioned it to somebody they're like you need to go check your thyroid um mm-hmm. that sounds like a thyroid issue and I was like what the heck why has no one said that to me before <laughs> yeah I never even thought that so I went to my doctor and um he's asking me all these questions like my um is your my heart rate's always been super low but it was Mm -hmm. extremely low it was like 42 or something resting yeah and he's like okay that's you know that's interesting and then he's like okay um are you tired I'm like yeah I go to I literally would come home from work sleep get up eat dinner go back to bed wow and he's like you're feeling depressed yes is your hair I'm like look at my hair it's a mess like I told him how much I'd lost it felt different he's like yeah something's off my nails felt different Mm -hmm. I was getting um like cramping hands when I would hold dumbbells, like my hands would cramp up and I couldn't even lift dumbbells sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Just all these weird things were happening. And so he tests my thyroid and I was on the low end of normal, but I was normal. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, any other doctor would send you away and say, no, you're good. You're on the low end of normal. You're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. But he's like, but I'm listening to you. I'm seeing you. I know there's something wrong. Like there's a lot of things going on here. So he started to treat me and, um, I, it was crazy. Like my energy went from like nothing slowly started increasing. We had to play with my doses a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it's something that, um, I mean, my hair took, this is my hair. 
so yes. proud of it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yes. Yes. If I'm you're like, watching on YouTube, it. it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, thank you. Very um, it's taken me a long time to grow it back. But, um, you know, I'm very protective of my hair. I'm like, just trim it tight. You are like, okay, you're crazy. I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> I've like, lost my hair before. <laughs> this mane is, yeah. Yeah. This is taking me a long time. Um, but, you know, it's thyroid is something that when you have thyroid issues, they don't go away. You can't, I mean, maybe sometimes if you catch it early enough, you can fix it naturally. I know there's people that have. Um, with me, it was too late. Like there, I'd had, yeah. it was too far gone. Too long. Um, it's, yeah. yeah. But, you're, I'm going to be dealing with it for the rest of my life. Like there's, mm -hmm. t there's times when I go in and it's in the gutter. And then there's times when it's like mm -hmm. skyrocketed. And I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. and they're like, lower your dose, I lower way it. Too low. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anytime we change it, it bounces back down to the, or the opposite end. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. this thing that you just have to deal with constantly where energy sucks. Energy's it's just, it's a battle that we face. And when yeah. it's off your weight plateaus and Yes. doesn't matter what you do. You can't lose. You can't do anything. It's hard to build mm -hmm. muscle. Um, it affects your hormones. My testosterone is in the tank. Yeah. Um, estrogen and progesterone are always off. Like it's something that affects every part of your body because it's the central, like it's, it's going it, to, your gut, my gut has been a mess since mm -hmm. 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, yeah. Digestion. Yeah. Constipation is one. Oh, Thing. yeah, yeah. It's the best <laughs> so yeah. it's it's just something that if you feel like there's something off with your center like with your body at the center of you your gut all those things I recommend getting labs every year getting your thyroid full panel thyroid full panel hormone because when Absolutely. you compete when you're dieting like this when you're pushing your body to the extreme um you are honestly you're just putting yourself at risk for all those things yeah. Do you work with Joanna at all? Um, or yeah, primarily. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, my doctor, I have a really great hormone doctor here, but she, um, she'd moved to a different clinic and, um, doesn't accept my insurance anymore, which is fine. I can still go to her, but I started yeah. getting labs through Joanna too, just for like a fuller look, um, or for a more comprehensive look. Yeah. More in depth. And that, yes. And then I did the GI tracking or mapping. Yeah. The GI mapping. Gosh. I did that too. I was like a new woman after that protocol. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that's when I found out the gluten intolerance. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there was other issues that I had there that I had to address, but um, I just recommend anyone does that. Like you learn so much about your body. Absolutely. There's so many things going on in there that you probably don't want to know, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. 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 What, um, if you don't mind me asking what type of thyroid medication have you been on? Then? Yeah. So my doctor, um, he put me on, um, Synthroid. Okay. Um, he didn't want to do like, I know there's newer stuff right. that was kind of like the old school thing to do, but he put me on a T3 first. Um, and then my T4 just dropped dramatically. Like it just mm -hmm. tanked. And so we, we thought we'd only have to address my T3 and, we had to address both. So now I'm on levothyroxine, levothyronine, but okay. I have to take both. Um, and yeah. one of them is always going opposite direction. So <laughs> it's like, it's just like one of these things. Game. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah it's I know, so hard. It's... You can never get them perfect. Yeah. My endocrinologist, it's like every six months we're trying to like tinker with the numbers. Yeah. That, yeah. And it'll be ongoing. Probably. Yeah. Forever <laughs> and ever. Like yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm in prep, I don't know why, but my, um, my T3 is like, I'm in high, like I'm hyper 
it's super okay. high and I feel great. I feel so amazing. Like the higher uh-huh. it gets, the better I feel. Yeah. And because your metabolism, like, your energy is like way yeah. up there. Yeah. They're like, whoa, whoa, we got to back you off. And I'm like, oh, I feel so good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then they back it off. And then I'm like, ah, down the tank <laughs> again. It's just, it's not a fun thing to have. I hate it. Yeah. So changing gears, what was your feedback from the show? And then do you have any more plans like for the rest of the year? Or are you taking time off and competing against next year? Or what's, what's your story with that? <laughs> Good question. Um, so my feedback from Olympia was um, that I looked the best. He So it was from Tarek. And he said, okay. I looked the best he'd seen me look in a long time. So I was really happy with that because yeah. we all want to please judges but um yeah especially I, if they've seen your journey throughout the years yeah. and everything yeah yeah and it was his show that I won in 2018 uh-huh. so yeah Patriots. I'm always yeah. like yeah I'm always like come on like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know for contest. some reason him and I have this thing and I'm always like you want you know you love me come on just tell me you love me <laughs> um but he likes to give me a hard time so I was really happy that he was happy um good I was happy with myself. Like I was really happy with our progress, but um, for the rest of the year, I had thought of, I had thought about doing some more shows, but I have a lot going on um, just with family. And I just want to spend the rest of the year with my family. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done for the year and we'll just get back to work. I'm not done, done, but I'm done competing. I'm going to get back to work yeah. for next year. Yeah. What was some of your feedback other than it was your best um, that's like all I heard to from Olympia on. in Tampa. I was told, um, I needed more quad development. So okay, I'll work on some of that, but I mean, yeah. I haven't really gotten any, like those are the only two shows I did. So I haven't really gotten a lot of feedback this year as far as like what to work on. But, um, I think I have a pretty good idea based on like, you know, who placed above me. So it's just, I mean, really, it's about bringing your best and how you yeah. feel your best. So for me, it's always about like beating myself and just kind yeah. of better than I was before. And I've always kind of had that that same thought process. Like, I don't ever try to come in looking like somebody different or, yeah. you know, oh, she has this. I want that too. It's always just like, well, what can I do to improve myself? And um, I don't know. I've absolutely when you start chasing like judges feedback, I feel like. I've done that before. And I felt like I was so miserable because Mm -hmm. every judge has a different idea of what you should look like. And I felt like I was chasing my tail. I was constantly like, okay, this week they said this. Okay. Next week they're going to, they said something totally different. And it was like, your shoulder too big, your shoulder too small, your glutes are too big, your glutes are too small, you're too lean, you're too hard. Um, And it was constantly like this battle of how in the hell how in the heck right. am I going to get that one's improved, but then not explicit. Okay. You're fine. Like, how is, how am I going to get this perfect physique? Like if I keep getting opposite feedback at different shows week after week. And so I finally was just like, you know what? I just want to be my best. And so yeah. whatever I feel my best as is that that's when you're going to shine your best confidence. So that's Absolutely. kind of what I work on. Yeah. Um, do you always kind of gravitate towards the same suit color um ish or um I have honestly probably every color every suit. color possible <laughs> but so I've tried I tried the hot pink last year oh you remember. did okay I didn't yeah. know that the I loved it hot pink. <laughs> it was the the toxic um hot pink and it uh-huh. was so pretty I loved it but one of the judges didn't like it so much on me, so I had to retire it. <laughs> okay. So, I really liked it. Um, I, I'm okay. I'm fine with trying different colors. Um, 
but I feel like I do look best in like the Royals, like the Royal blue, the purple, like the darker purples mm -hmm. um, and the, the brighter like pops of blue. But um, I've tried green. I've tried red. I've tried the pink. I've tried um, what other colors have I tried? I've worn yellow years ago. <laughs> Don't do oh, that wow. one. I've tried like an, um, a coral color when I did figure and it, I looked oh, naked. So oh. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> it's like the same color as the tan almost a little right. bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've ventured out, but I think once you find that color that you just feel your best in, you just kind of have to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. So who do you work with for posing or do you, because I know you have so many years of being a posing coach um, yourself and everything, but. Yeah, I, I, I haven't really worked with anyone on my posing. I, okay. I need to, if anyone wants <laughs> to help me, please call me. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking coaches, anyone out there. No, I, I've been able to kind of manage my own, but I, I'm always watching and like taking just my eyes are always yeah. out there. So I'm always watching at a lot things. of the shows. Yeah. As a coach too. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. So I think I that see... changes your eye a lot. Like just being yes. there at the shows is so important. So important. Yeah. yeah. I love seeing different things and I'll sometimes like be like, Oh, I want to try that. And then I'll try and be like, Nope, that's not me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Jamie has watched me many times at shows and she's, yeah, she helps me yeah, a lot yeah. and other coaches too. Yeah. I get feedback from other coaches on the team, but yeah. Um, yeah. I think we just learn from like knowing our bodies and like what, we feel comfortable doing. Cause I, I can't be like, you know, we're, we're not all going to pose the same. We don't all have the same personalities or like the same sass. Like I can't be, I don't know there's some girls that do it really well. And I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't pull that off. I'd look like I'm having a stroke <laughs> on stage or something. It wouldn't look good. Yeah. So. I always say you should be whatever persona you are, just like a little bit bigger uh, yeah. on stage because everything's bigger. But what would you yes. say your persona is then? Like, how does it um, translate to the judges at your best? I mean, I would hope that I feel like I try to be like a classy elegant, but because mm -hmm. I'm not super bubbly, I'm not super like, go get them so, outgoing. Uh -huh. Yeah, I just like, I feel like I try to be um, just, I'm mature. I feel like I've always yes. been a more mature. <laughs> You're <24. a> very <laughs> poised and Thank confident. You. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's a better word. Poised. Yeah. At least I know... I saw you pose at the Arkansas Pro, I think it was. Okay, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, we've been at, I think we've been on the plane together, like last year on the way home yeah. from Pittsburgh or something. <laughs> but, that's right. Yeah, we're always at <laughs> all the shows. And um, so, yeah. yeah, I think that's what's important is just developing that eye the more you watch it. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, you've been in it for years. So I don't yeah. doubt that you have it down. So um, oh, anything different about... um you know, like having Jamie as your coach, like, do you feel like you're, I mean, other than the macros, that's a big change, but mm -hmm. do you think anything else has really drastically changed about the way that you get ready for competitions or like peak week or? Um, I mean, peak week's been different in the sense that, excuse me, I have never really been carb loaded in the way that we've loaded me. I mean, okay. we, tr I started trying, I started carb loading a little bit, um, towards the end of right before I came with her, I was with Jason, um, for a while and he, we started loading me, um, quite a bit because I was just, my body was responding so well. I was dropping, 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 dropping. And I've never experienced that before. And I, I don't know if it's just like my age, my body was just like burning through everything I was eating. Yeah. which is like 
rare. <laughs> so that was like a unicorn moment for me. Um, but with Jamie, like we, we kind of have it down to where like, we know what my body um, likes. And so we have the, the certain carbs that I can use and I know my body is going to take them really well. Uh-huh. And that's basically what we do every show now. And, but it's, it's more of like, okay, my body kind of kicks in at this certain moment. And I feel like it does every show. It's about two weeks out. It really kicks in. And then at peak week, it just, it just goes. And it's like, this is when my body's going to really respond to things. And I've never, ever felt that way before. I always felt like peak week was always my hardest week in shows. Like I was either, I felt ready or I didn't. And I knew like by Monday of peak week, if I felt ready or not. And now it's, it's gotcha. like, two weeks out, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. And peak week, mm, it's like, oh, yeah. crap, we need to feed me because my body is just like <laughs> on fire. Metabolism. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's an advantage just, it's of so it. interesting. Getting yeah. lean early, right? I mean, yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know if it's just, you know, the amount of years we've been doing it. But um, I, I try not to have like a big rebound after show. I, I've yeah. always tried to stay pretty, um, you know, there, like within, you know, eight weeks, I could be ready for a show if I wanted to. But Okay. Um, and, and still build at the same time. Like I'm not, not trying to work and build, but I don't have like yeah. this huge surplus or, you know, I don't gain 20 pounds post-show. Um, and that's more just probably me mentally, but I feel like for myself, I've done really well doing that and building lean muscle while maintaining a lower body fat, but also mm-hmm. we've really increased my food, um, which no coach has ever really helped me with. And yeah, so with Jamie, we've friends. really focused on, yeah, we've really focused on my metabolism, my health overall, and my hormones and just kind of all those things. And it's working. So that's I feel fantastic. really good. Yeah, that's great. It's always good when you've been doing it this long, and it just keeps yeah. getting better. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's <laughs> that's the only way you sure. can have longevity, I think. Yes, 100%. Definitely. Well, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wanted to share with the audience or is there any sort of advice after, I mean, you're so knowledgeable, you've, you know, you've been in every facet of the sport. I mean, you've been to, you know, you're one of two people, I think that's been to both Olympias. Would that be correct in saying? Uh, from masters? Or... Yeah. 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 I think yeah, so. Because, me and Jess. Yeah. You and Jessica. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, what what advice do you have for people when it comes to pain with a sport, you know? Yeah. I mean, longevity is definitely your friend. I think, you know, a lot of people come into this or or they want to, but they think they're too old or it's, you know, they're too old to start something. But I feel like the sport has proven that age is just a number. And I, I feel better now than I did when I started 15 years ago. Um, as far as like my health and fitness, I feel healthier. I feel more fit. I feel younger, which is crazy to say. I mean, granted, I do have injuries that pop up here and there, but I feel younger as far as like um, my body and as far as, you know, like how I feel internally, I feel younger. I feel like I have less health issues than I did because they're getting better. I'm learning them. I'm learning more about my physique and in- internally, I learned more about myself through this process. So I feel like it's one of those things where once you start, if you really dive into it and just trust the process um, and just stick with it instead of giving up so easily, it can be such a beautiful thing for um, not just that moment, but like overall, like for years to come, because at least for myself as a coach and for most of the coaches on our team that I know of, we all focus on health and longevity in the sport. It's not just that quick, like, let's get you on stage quick and see what we can do. It's 
let's do it in the healthiest way possible and focus on like hormones. Like, where are you at now? What can we, how do we get your hormones to the best place they can be and get your metabolism to the best place they can be in your food as high as possible before we just, you Amen. know, starve you to death. Yeah. It's, that's <laughs> not what it's about all anymore. Things. Yeah. Yes. I feel like people, it 100%. used to be like, let's just starve you, get you on stage and then yeah, see what we is... can do after that. Yeah. That's not the way we want to do things anymore. Yeah. And I think we just learned from that. And, you know, I've been, I've been doing this since 2011. I did figure mm-hmm. then as well. Yeah. And yeah. I just look at, you know, the evolution of the sport and how much it's changed mm-hmm. and yeah. how much we keep learning every year and just, yeah, keeping priority of health is, is so paramount. So I'm glad that yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah, uh, it's important. I mean, I see girls all the time who just, they want to just do it fast. They're like, how do I lose weight the fastest way possible? And it's like, um, how about we focus on getting your metabolism in the best place because then you can eat more food and lose weight. <laughs> you know, I don't exactly. know. For me, it's like, I had that same mindset in the beginning. Like, how do I get, you know, muscle the best way, fastest way possible. But I wasn't, I wanted to do it all organically and naturally. So for me, it wasn't about like, give me the, whatever I can do to grow fast. It was like, how do I do this healthy? But yeah. I still want to do it, you know, quick. I don't want to just wait years to get like healthy because I had an eating disorder. I wanted to do it like, I wanted to see results. Like I didn't want to just, I don't know how to explain it. I didn't want to just eat and get skinny fat. You know what I mean? So yeah, for me, it yeah. was like, I needed to see the the muscle building. I needed to see like the results from my, my work and you still can, but you don't have to put yourself in harm's way to do it. Exactly. People just need to be patient. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And I think that's a great way to end. And if you could share with the audience, I know they're going to want to reach out to you and thank you. And um, if you could let them know how they could get a hold of you and I'll definitely put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. So my Instagram is my name. It's Corinne Henich underscore IFBB pro. Um, that's probably the best way you can always DM me uh, my email. I don't know if there's a link to message me through my email, but if not, it's yeah. just my name, Corinne Hennage at gmail.com. You can always message me there too. So awesome. Yeah. I'll be sure to put all that in the show notes and please send Corinne lots of love. <laughs> Make sure to Thank tag you. her on your stories and let her know how much you appreciated this episode. You can find us on uh, Instagram as well at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And you can apply for the team at glamgirlbikini.com. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Mm -hmm. Inger. Thanks for listening, everybody.